Hey everyone, I hope you're ready to be fired up because I've got Dustin Heiner here and he is the CEO of Master Passive Income. So we're gonna be talking about how to create passive income in your life through investing. So sit back and let's get ready to be fired up. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Okay, Dustin, welcome. I'm super excited to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, Krista, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm really, really looking forward. I'm fired up. I really love having a high energy, so I love your show. I'm really excited to be on it. So, because, you know, sometimes people don't watch the entire interview, so I'm, I've been trying to remind myself to ask people in the beginning, if somebody wants to know, um, you know, how to reach out to you, where should they go to learn more about you? Yeah, so I love showing people how to invest in real estate. So I personally have a number of podcasts, but the best way you can find me is with the Master Passive Income Podcast. Just That's literally where I teach all about real estate rental properties, as well as masterpassiveincome.com. And in fact, if you don't mind, I actually have a free gift. It's a free real estate investing course. Do you mind if I give that to everybody? Yeah, go ahead. Awesome. So if you are interested in investing in real estate, I literally want to give this 100% for free, my real estate investing course. It'll show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to find properties, how to get funding, and how to make money, a minimum of $250 a month in passive income. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Forward slash free course is all one word, but I will literally send that to you. You could get you started. And if you if you like it, well, there's more. If you don't, then you could realize, hey, I am going to move on to something else. But no, this will definitely get you pumped up because it'll show you how to do everything in real estate. So master passive income slash free course dot com slash yes. free course. Dot com. Correct. Okay, perfect. Okay. I put that in there. And, and then way to get in touch with you is master passive income po- podcast or your massive passive income dot com. Yes. Okay, perfect. I love getting that out because we don't make it through the whole entire thing. So I like to put it in there so you have the chance to let people know where to get and hold of you. So I know you've got a really incredible story about how you got into um, investing. I'd like to hear about that. Yeah, so I've always worked just a regular job, just like all of us. We We go to school, we get taught to be basically an employee. You know, we're taught how to work a job eventually, which is not a bad thing at all. And so I was always having that mindset. But at the same time, I was always entrepreneurial. I was starting businesses. I had a graphic and website design company, had a skateboard manufacturing company, had a convenience store, a pizzeria, and lots of different businesses. And the How easiest... How old are you? You seem way too young to have all those businesses. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Well, I'm 41 now. Okay. When I became successfully unemployed, I quit my job. I was 37 years old. Wow. So it's only been, only been four years. Yeah, yeah. And I am super excited to literally not have to answer to anybody. So what I really was, I realized that number one, I don't like having a boss, even though I was a good employee, I always got raises, they always liked how how well I did. I just didn't like having a boss, I wanted to get paid for the value 
that I bring as opposed to the hour that I work. And so let me give you an example of how I'm going to literally tell you a story of how it got me over the hurdle to say, you know what, I'm going to start investing. So my wife, and if you're, if you could see this on video, I have my four kids in the background inside the, the picture there, you can see them. So at the time that my fourth child, my daughter, her name's Faith, at the time Faith was born, literally a week after she was born, I went on paternity leave. So I, she was born, went on paternity leave, and I was out for about a week. And paternity leave was where the dad stays home with the mom, helps with the kids, baby bonding and all that sort of stuff. And I get back to work and I'm working all week. And on a Friday at about 3.30 in the afternoon, I get a call from my boss's, boss's, boss's secretary, like the top, top person. And I'm working at the county government. You know, I'm like, okay, this is, this is a, a good job, stable job. And I get a call from the boss's, boss's, boss's secretary. She says, Dustin, would you please come to the boss's office? And I said, sure. And I hung up the phone. And I sat there for a second. I thought, what could they be calling me? This is normal. Like, what could they be calling yeah. me the office for? Then I thought back to before my baby was born, before Faith was born, I started thinking of about a month or two prior, there was some rumors or some kind of like rumblings that the department's going through issues with financing or money and there may be layoffs. And I thought, no, I work for the government. Nobody gets fired or laid off from the government. There, I, I've been here for 10 years. I have plenty of insecurity. So I immediately dismissed that out of my mind. So I get up out of my chair and I start walking down the hallway to my boss's office. Now it's not that long of a hallway, but as I took every single step, it felt like my feet got heavier and heavier, almost like became lead bricks. And that hallway got longer and longer because I really started realizing that this doesn't, this isn't normal. And this could potentially be the time that I might get laid off. Well, as I take every single step, it gets heavier and heavier, but then eventually I get to his office and I round the corner, his door is closed. And I see his secretary sitting right there. She says, Dustin, sheepishly, she kind of grins at me and says, would you please have a seat? Cause she oh, knows God. everything that's going on. Yeah. I have no clue what's going on. And she's kind of consoling me with her eyes. And I'm sitting in this chair and I'm noticing that the door's closed. And I'm thinking to myself, is this the time that I'm going to get laid off? Like I have so much seniority and thoughts coming through my head were, my, my goodness, am I a failure as a husband? Am I a failure as a father? At all these years that I worked and worked and worked to get seniority, is it all for naught? Well, as I sit there, my head gets sweaty, my hands get all clammy, and my heart starts pumping. Then the door to my boss's office opens up, and out walks a lady with a piece of paper in her hand. And she's noticeably distraught. She's noticeably upset. She's not crying. Oh my but you God. Can tell I her did words. not fire you in front of, <laughs> like in, in line like that. Absolutely. So she and her words rocked. And my boss says, Dustin, would you come here, come in the office? I get in the office and he oh says, Dustin, God. we don't have any money or we're running low on money. Uh, there's a bunch of bad things going on and we need to let you go. So yes, I absolutely get laid off. And mind you, this is the government. Nobody gets fired or laid off from the government, but I did. So something that's supposed to be so stable and secure, it's not. Now, as I'm walking down the hallway, remember that, that little hallway back to my office, I start thinking about, oh my goodness, this just happened. What am I going to do? And as I sit down at my desk, I realize two things. So the first two things is the number one is 
I need to provide for my family. So I better find a job very, very, very quickly. So I don't lose our house or be able to not, you know, feed our kids. And so I worked really, really hard. I was really blessed, praise the Lord, to be able to find another department in the same county that had a little bit of money that I was able to transfer over. Huge, huge blessing. So I had that number one checked off. I literally actually didn't even get laid off because it was so quick, a really quick turnover. They hired me that quick. So I was really blessed there. The second thing that I knew that I needed to do was to make sure this would never happen ever again. happen again. Absolutely. So yeah. I, I immediately from that point forward, I said no longer, if anybody says, Hey, Dustin, what do you do? I would normally say, Oh, I work for the County government. I do it work at the County government. No longer would I ever say that I am now telling everybody that I am an investor. I'm a real estate investor. It so happens that I have a part-time job that 100% of my money comes in from, but that's my part-time job. I am a full-time investor there. And what so made you make I'll fast forward. There's, yeah. Okay, that is yeah my and, I'm going to be an investor. I just off a whim. Well, absolutely. Well, no, before that I, I bought one or two properties. Remember I'm entrepreneurial. So I was doing a bunch of things. I had a bunch of businesses and I bought a couple properties and those were working well. And I knew eventually I wanted to solely do that. And then that was when I said, cause I've already had the uh, experience and education. So I said, I'm now doing this. And from that point forward, I'll fast forward and we'll fill in a lot of the details on how I did it and how to do it and everything. But it was about another six years, maybe seven years at most that I finally was able, and again, this is the way it worked out. Chris, you'll appreciate this. So I worked at this new department, the sheriff's department, great, great department. I was doing IT there. We're working for another six years there while I'm building my business, buying property after property. I buy buy and hold rental properties. I love uh-huh. those because that's how I feed my family. Well, I gave my two weeks notice. And at the first day of my two weeks notice, I realized I'm losing money working here. Even though I make $75,000 a year here, I'm losing money. So I put my two weeks notice in and like two hours later, I'm like, what am I doing here? So I literally go to my boss's office and said, boss, I'm done. And I walk out and I kid you not, in contrast to that long walk to my boss's office, this walk, and mind you, this is a two mile walk. I'm working downtown where I'm frugal. So I'm parking where I don't have to pay for parking. I walk this two mile walk. It feels like I'm walking on clouds because I realize I will never ever have to work a J-O-B again. That stands for just over broke. And so now looking back, I will never need another job and super blessed to have bought so many properties and continually buy properties. Okay, and so a lot of people, I know I asked you this the other day. So um, so people, they know where to go to get your free course and how to invest. Right now, like it's a total bidding wars. It's like I teach agents across the country how to sell a real estate, how to you know sell real estate and use marketing and all that good stuff, right? Market online, and there's an, there's an inventory shortage everywhere. From what we're seeing, almost everywhere across the country is you know bidding wars, over asking, no contingencies. Like you don't want to work with buyers or buy anything. And as it sits, like I remember being in real estate, and I not to be, I'm just gonna be honest, investors. I was like no. And I was a very busy agent, right? Selling 150, 160 homes a year. Uh, I didn't have time for these investors that wanted the best deal and to do all this work. I didn't have time. So I know that right now it must be difficult, I would think, to be able to find agents who are willing to do the amount of work that it takes to find a good investment. And are they even out there right now? 100% yes to there are realtors that would actually do, you know, and help uh, investors. And number two, there are amazing deals 
out there to find. And I'll give you a, a complete example. One of my students just texted me, I wanna say like two days ago, I, I coach people how to invest in rental properties. They texted me and said that they just put under contract a property that is, I think there was asking $70,000. They got it for $34,000 less than asking price. And you know, so they capture the equity. Now, I know what you might think as a realtor, it's like, oh man, I don't like putting in low ball offers. Well, we investors, if you want to work with investors who buy a lot of properties, you need to be able to understand how investors think. And I'll give you an example how I think. When you invest in real estate, we make uh, rental properties, we make money in six different ways. And this is the big, uh, it's just such a huge, amazing thing. We make money six different ways. Number one is passive income. So we have your rents minus your expenses. You add up all your expenses and you have your rents. And that difference is your passive income. We make a minimum of $250 a month in passive income from every single property. Some of my properties I own are five, six, $700 a month in passive income. That's how we feed our family. So that's number one. Another, another one, as investors, we always buy to capture equity. If the house is $200,000, we want to buy it for 180, 170, 160, whatever it might be, where we capture that equity. We make money there. Another one, as you know, markets go up, market appreciation just automatically goes up. Another one is forced appreciation. I want to find a property that I have to fix up, make it look better, make it worth more. That's another way. Another great way is tax advantages, tend to run an exchange, run it as a business, all your tax write-offs. But another great one, right up there with your passive income is mortgage buy down. I could buy a house with and put, you know, I could actually teach a lot of students how to invest with three and a half percent down with an FHA loan. You invest that way. Then you have your tenant pay literally 96.5% of the rest of the balance and the interest. And here's the great thing, Krista, when you're investing in real estate, I don't pay my mortgage. I don't pay my insurance. I don't pay my taxes. I don't pay my property manager. I don't pay to repair the house. My tenants pay that. So when you look at all this together, it combines to, yes, when you're looking at properties and the market's going crazy right now, it is 100% possible as long as you know where to buy and how to invest. And I suggest you build the business first, which we get into, but what you want to do as an investor is look for good areas. Now, one part of your question was like utilizing realtors. Realtors, in my opinion, as investors, they are a tool that we use or an employee or like a, a, a contractor, somebody, yeah, partner that we use. But as investors, we have other ones. We also use wholesalers. We also use other investors. We use meetup groups. We use Craigslist. We use Zillow. We have all these tools to help us find deals and then we buy them. And rounding back to that one student who bought a house and saved $34,000 on a $70,000 house, she bought it through a realtor. So there are realtors out there that are doing this. It's just hard to find the realtors that actually understand the way a business um, investor thinks. But man, in my opinion, investors are some of the best people because they're going to get a lot of deals done. One of my students literally bought six duplexes in, in 2020, this last year, when we have COVID and everything, still with that, he bought six duplexes. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. 
Oh yeah, yeah. If it's like that's that's the, what some most people make for a full time job, right? They make around that for a year, working for for a year. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like and it's always a great idea to have multiple streams of income as well. So even if you're in real estate and you're buying property, I always that's why I went to EXP because I want to have a multiple stream of income. I want to start being able to you know have have um teach agents and have them do well and then you know get a little bit of passive income off of that same exact thing um i love rentals i've got rentals we we have some rentals in florida rentals in idaho um we sold a lot of our rentals here in the united states and then bought out of the area just because it's you know so much we we're kind of peaking here in my opinion and it's sort of um but i love 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 you know buying and and having real estate one of the best things i ever did was was actually buy some rentals it really kind of helped put me on the map you know Absolutely. A hundred percent. I have 30 plus properties now. And honestly, literally the majority of them are paid off. I think it maybe have three or four loans on the rest of them are just, that's why passive income is so great. That's how I'm able to 30 to 40 properties. Uh, what's that? You have 30, 30 properties, 30, over 30 properties. Yeah. 30 pro and then mortgages are paid off. Wow. That's great. Yeah. It's just a blessing, dude. And my wife is really risk averse. And so when we were buying the first property, she was like, we can't get a lot of loans. And so I had to get creative and I had to scale the business, but we were blessed. As soon as I was able to quit my job, we sold a couple of properties, paid off a lot of the debt and everything. And it, since then have been able to pay off more debt and buy more properties. I kid you not through another investor that I know. Remember I said, we as investors use many tools. Another tool is another investor. So I had another investor that I knew. He was selling three single family homes and a duplex all in a bundled deal. I said, hey, I'm willing to buy it. I'll give you $25,000 down. We'll do the rest in the seller note. Well, you're, I'll pay you pay you um, uh, monthly for it uh, for, for the life alone. And so basically I got this as a seller finance deal with $25,000 down. Now I literally own it. He, I paid him off since then. And I think I make like $2,000 a month from this one deal. Buying $25,000, mind you. Yeah, I only put $25,000 yeah. down. And you make that in a year, your down payment. 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, if you could give like, you know, well, what are maybe three or four tips that you can tell people to, to look out or do or think about when they're investing? Like what's the what's kind of the magic trick? What, what's an average, you know, percentage that people should expect to be making? Like what's, a, what's a, hey, this is a good, you want to shoot and aim for this. So a lot of people talk about percentages. I like to talk about fixed dollars amount. And the reason why is because, like I said, I'm an investor. I feed my family. I pay all our bills. Blessed to not have a mortgage, but I pay everything uh, through the cash that I bring in from my passive income from the property. So here's a big tip. I personally suggest that you buy a house that you make a minimum of $250 a month in passive income. Now that's the minimum. You obviously go higher, but that's the bare minimum. The reason why in one year, if you're only making $100 a month in passive income from a property, that's even with accounting for as much as you can, like CapEx and repairs and uh, maintenance, all that sort of stuff, that's only $1,200 a year. That's not that much. If the tenant moves out, you have, if you have a $800 mortgage, I mean, shoot, yeah. you only have $400 in passive income left over. What if you have something else you need to fix up? So first tip, is 25 or sorry $250 a month in passive income that equals out to $3000 a year in passive income and if you just multiply that out you get 10 properties that's $30,000 a year if you have 20 properties that's $60,000 a year as the minimum so that's the number one the number two is goes right in hand with that and in order to do this right and be successful is you need to build the business first now let me tell you a lot of people that are teaching you how to invest in real estate. They're going to say, 
your property is your business. You find a property, you make sure you can rent it for more than you can, your expenses are, try to make $100 a, you know, a month. Then you find somebody to fix it up. Then you find somebody to manage it. Then you find somebody to, to rent it out. And then you have a business. My opinion, that's absolutely backwards. What we do here at Master Passive Income is we build the business first. Let me explain how this actually works in a, a different scenario. Imagine, Chris, if you're going to be starting a convenience store, you know, a convenience store is a gas station or, you know, you have candy bars and soda machines and all that sort of stuff. So you're going to be starting a convenience store. You're not going to open up the doors, lease the location, open the doors and put a box of candy bars in there. In fact, you'd lose, you'd go to business, you'd lose money very, very fast to do that. No, you're going to build the entire business first before you put any inventory in. You're going to get the countertops. You're going to get the gondolas, which are the shelving units that the candy bars are on, cold storage, countertops for the cash registers, bank accounts, employees, literally everything before you put any inventory into that business. What I do or what we do here at Master Passive Income is we build the business first and every piece of property is a piece of inventory that we put into the business. So no matter how big we want to scale it, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 properties, we can scale it because we already have a solid business with experts on the ground, realtors, we have property managers, inspectors, everybody and anybody that is an expert in the area, we hire them. That's our business. Then every piece of property we put into helps us to have inventory for our business. I view every piece of property as a piece of inventory. So those are the two main things. Number one, make passive income of $250 a month and passive income every single month. And number two, Build the business first. Property managers, inspectors, realtors, wholesalers, plumbers, roofers, anybody and everybody in your business, you got to get that first. So that's, that seems like a lot of work if you're going to be buying in all these different states and areas. It's like, you know what I'm saying? To not even know if you're even going to buy in that area. Or, or obviously, you'd make sure you're going to buy that area first before you just start building this big team. That's a fantastic point. So, yes, you're 100% right. I make sure that I look in the area, either through realtor.com, MLS, or Zillow. Actually, I like Zillow a lot because it, it's, it's got a good function for zooming in, zooming out, all that sort of stuff. Other ones do, but Zillow I've grown really accustomed to. But what I do oh, is I look is. anywhere in the country. <laughs> <laughs> so I invest in Texas, Ohio, and Arizona, but I have students that invest all over the country. And what we do is we use whatever app or whatever program that you need that you can see different areas that have inventory, mm -hmm. meaning you look for a state that has a lot of red dots that are going to be for sale, and you keep zooming in until you find a good city that has a lot of inventory. From there, and I, everybody listening, like you, if you want to take notes, you absolutely can't because this is literally step-by-step step how I do all the one-on-one -on -one coaching with my students. We zoom in so we can find a good city that actually has a lot of inventory. But we're not. what's going to happen, most people will just tell you, find it, buy it, and then figure it out. No, no, we don't do that. We don't want to buy a property and have a money pit or have something we can't find a property manager for because it's a bad area. It's going to happen. What we do is we've make sure we have a lot of properties in the area that we can buy as inventory. The next thing, we pause all the looking for properties. Now we'll keep an eye on the area to make sure what other properties pop up. But here's what I tell all my students. Now that we know we found an area, let's just say um, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. You found that Indianapolis looks really good for your price point. You can make passive income. It looks really good. I tell them more than likely, when you are ready to put an offer on a property, all of these properties will either be sold or we won't see them anymore because it's going to be a lot of work to build your business. But I'll give you this, Krista. 
you've probably, many people probably heard of the book called The Four Hour, four hour Work Week. Well, yeah. in my opinion, working four hours a week is for suckers. I literally work in my real estate investing business 30 minutes, not a week, a month, 30 minutes a month. And that's just getting my property statement, making sure everything looks good, and then putting it away because I built the business first. Now, like you said, it's going to be a lot of work to build the but business you know, first. It might not be that bad because you think about it. You're, you get a realtor. The realtor typically has the contacts. You find a good realtor. They've got good star ratings on Zillow. Or I, and by the way, I'm not promoting Zillow because I do not like Zillow. But you, you find a good realtor. <laughs> The realtor already has the connections with the title company, the roofers. They have oh, their yeah. connections if they're an experienced realtor. So they could do a lot of the work for you. And you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. Realtors are experts, just mm-hmm. like property managers are experts. In, uh, uh, inspectors are experts. See, I don't count on Zillow. Zillow is just a, a one tool to help. I use lots and lots of different tools to get the job done, to get my business built. But with these tools... I don't rely on something like a big database that's a big website. No, no, no. I hire experts in the area to do the work. Now, I pay them well, obviously. No, let's scratch that. Let me take that back. I don't pay them well. My tenants pay them well because I make money over top of all of my expenses. So everything is accounted for. But what you're hitting the nail on the head is that your experts are the ones that are helping you to make sure your business runs right now. Here's the big thing that you absolutely need. If you're going to start investing... I strongly, strongly suggest that you hire the best property manager you can find because they're going to be your quarterback, the number one person on your team that's going to help you to make money all the time. My property managers, they literally don't even talk to me unless I need something or unless there's something over like $1,000. I don't even want to talk to them. I just want to get my statements every month and go play with my kids, You know, go on vacation. In fact, once I quit my job, get running a little quickly back to 2017 when I quit my job, I literally went on a six-week vacation with my family, driving 2,500 miles all around Japan. And then in 2018, I went through another six-week trip all through Europe, 11 different countries with my wife and my four kids literally driving all over Europe. And then in 2019, we went from the East Coast. We went from Florida, drove all the way up to Washington, D.C. and New York on a four-week field trip. 2020 was COVID, so we didn't do anything there. But uh, anyways, we don't do anything as investors because we hire awesome people like awesome realtors and awesome property managers who will tell us, like a realtor would say, do not buy this house. It's a bad area. It's a bad property. Hopefully, they're going to help us. Same thing with the property manager. Say, hey, I'm not, Dustin, I'm not going to uh, pro- manage that property because it's in a better area. I might get shot. You never know. And you so want we want to hire experts. Yes. Yeah, I love it. And so for the person that's listening that's saying, oh, this, you make it sound too good to be true. You make it sound too easy. What would you say to them? I would say that everybody listen. I would, I would absolutely say everybody listening to this is more than likely smarter than me. I'm not very smart. I've just figured out something that that something is so simple. Now, it's not necessarily easy because it takes work. It takes risk and guts to say, you know what, I'm actually going to do this because here's the funny thing. I can literally teach anybody how to invest in real estate, but I can't get them over that hurdle to actually do that. Just like I had that time sitting in my desk right after I just got laid off or get layoff notice, just had my fourth kid feeling like I'm literally a failure to my family. I made a decision. I am now an investor. I'm not going to let anything stop me. Once you do that, you will absolutely have every means at your disposal. Everything from finding properties. I mean, finding properties is just one portion of the business. Funding 
getting money for the properties is another huge thing. And all these things are tools where you have so many tools. In fact, I have a whole entire YouTube video or podcast episode where I talk about the 14 different ways to fund or finance your rental properties. When most people think you get a realtor and a mortgage broker and you put them together and you get a property. That's just one of many ways that you can actually do this. And so, yes, you absolutely can. If you think that, man, either I don't have enough money, I don't have enough experience, whatever it might be, number one, to get experience, piggyback up off somebody who's already done it. Find a mentor, find a coach, find somebody that's already done it. But at the same time, you do not need a lot of money. I'll give you an example. Um, I have a student who literally, she just, the same student that is saving $34,000 on a property, she met with an investor who said, I, because of, because of your experience, because everything about you, and I'm investing in you, I'm going to give you 100% of the money for this deal. It's just a loan. You're going to, you're going to own it. You're going to pay me back the loan, but she got it with no money down. So there's so many ways to do it. I'm just giving you just, I'm just touching the tip of the iceberg a bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was awesome. And I love your energy, by the way, you've got tons. There's not many people have the kind of energy that I do and you definitely do. Um, all right. Thanks. So that was super, super informative. And people, um, in case you're, you are, weren't around in the beginning or someone missed it, he is actually nice enough to be giving us his free course. Can you talk to them about where they go to find your free course again? Absolutely. You go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I'll show you everything from finding an area of the country to invest. Literally, you don't have to invest in your backyard to finding the properties, finding the experts, like good realtors to actually do this, to building the business all, and even scaling your business to be able to quit your job. Masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. And he also has a Master Passive Income podcast. So obviously, if you're listening to this because you are, because you're hearing it, that means that you like to listen to podcasts. So be sure to go over to his podcast. Destin, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and your energy and just your knowledge. I always end every podcast with one question, and that is, what is the one piece of advice, whether it's business or personal or anything at all, you'd like to leave our listeners with? The biggest thing is probably one of the quotes that I really, really love, or it's a, it's a proverb. Basically, it says, when is the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. The next best time is literally today. Don't put it off. You might be thinking, oh man, the market's going crazy. I don't know. Now is the best time. Like I said, I've had so many students literally be so successful, even in the crazy times, even with COVID going on, you can do it. Now is the best time to get started. I can agree more. Money likes speed, right? Money likes speed. You got to take action. And it just, decisiveness, decisiveness and taking action is one of the characteristics of highly successful people. So, Dustin, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been great, great, great having you. And um, I'm always here to serve. Check out his podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And remember, everyone, uh, it's great to listen and learn. Knowledge is power, but what's even more powerful is implementation. So, be sure to implement and take action. It's even your free course. If anything else can help you with your you help the people that you're actually helping invest. And I really appreciate this time you spent with me and I will see you next time when we get fired up. Bye-bye. Hey there, I have a brand new podcast called Fired Up with Krista Mayshore, where I bring my high energy right to your ears. This podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. So do me a favor, go subscribe and leave a review. All this information is free and I cannot wait to teach you everything I know. Thanks so much for watching my video. You can learn more about how to be a successful real estate professional by watching other videos that I have. And be sure to subscribe to my channel. And as always, make it a great home selling and buying day.